The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Hey guys, welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hi, Jill. Hey, Carlene. Hello. How are you? I am relaxed. I'm chilling with an eggnog. Oh. Not really, but in my mind. Yeah, there's no rum in that eggnog. No, I no. do I do love a rum and eggnog, though. <laughs> well, I can't believe it, but it's our final episode of 2019. Yeah, not officially. We're going to do some replays. Well, yes, but it's our last official live episode yes. where you and I are sitting here talking. And what a year it's been. I mean, you guys caught all of our favorite moments in last week's episode and mm-hmm. our 2019 review. But just want to thank everybody for listening and being part of our show for this whole year. First year doing weekly and we just feel so grateful and thank you guys for tuning in. I second that notion for sure. Today's episode, we have a glow down and let's tell everybody who we have in the house. We have Whitney Port in the house. Amazing. So exciting. She's like, she's so stylish and cool and like she's a mom. I feel like- And incredibly kind. Yes. I feel like I'm influenced by her all the time. Yes. follow her. Instagram feed. She always has the cutest little outfits. And I think what she's doing with her podcast is really great. Just being super open about parenting and like all the facets of being an adult. Yeah. So her podcast, it's called With Wit. Mm -hmm. And it's also on our network, which is Dear Media, PodFam. And uh, we were excited to catch up with Whitney and she was gracious enough to host us on her show as well. Yeah. So in true pod swap fashion, you can find your humble Breaking Beauty hosts over on With Wit's feed this week. I think that episode dropped yesterday on Whitney's show. We discussed so many beauty favorites, including what skincare musts are our most trusted and why. We really went deep on skincare. We talked about facials. We talked about what products are really worth investing in. Mm -hmm. And um, Whitney herself is a big skincare fan. So I think we had a really fun chat with her. For sure. So Mm -hmm. before we get into the main event, I have to ask you a question though, Jill. Okay. What's the one beauty item you really want to give or get this season? Because there's so much like blingy, glittery, gorgeous goodness out there right now. It's so hard. Everything is so seductive with all the packaging and Mm -hmm. it's just hard to not hoard it all. Frankly, (laughs) But one thing that came across my desk that I thought this is just such a good gift and I would be so excited if I got it as Mm -hmm. a gift as well. And that is from Nest Fragrances and it's their new scent, which is spiced orange and clove. Mm -hmm. And specifically, it's the reed diffuser that I like. Okay. So they have that scent in all of their different votives and candles and mm-hmm. all kinds of iterations, but I really like the reed diffuser. It's about like 64 Canadian dollars, 48 US. Mm-hmm. Why I like this is because it's like a fragrance oil mm-hmm. in a glass jar and they put the reeds, like the black, there's like five or six of them that you put in the top. So you sort of like uncork the fragrance oil, stick the reeds in there, and then it's slowly but surely releasing the scent into your home. Yeah. It's kind of soaking up those oils and then just osmosis. And then it just emits the fragrance at the top. Right. And it's actually VOC approved. So, and it's alcohol free. Why I would recommend this to pretty much anyone and why it is such a great gift is kind of like it's decor and beauty in one. Yeah. So true. So put it in your bathroom. It looks like 
a piece of art almost yeah. and Tree it chic. lasts for like 90 days. Yeah. yeah. So just it's a great hostess gift. Like yeah. who wouldn't like that teacher gift? I mean, I don't know if people splurge out if you really like your teacher, but yeah, Joe Malone has one. This yes. one's like half the price. Exactly. And it's, it is really like sophisticated looking, but what did you like about that scent specifically? Why I love this and why I think it's so original. First of all, it's like more of a holiday scent rather than specific to Christmas. Cause I know there's lots of different holidays that people are celebrating right now. But my mom, when I was younger, she used to put like cloves and cinnamon and everything on the stove and you would just smell it sort of like emitting throughout the house. And it reminds me of that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it also is, okay, this is kind of crazy, but when you have people over and maybe you have a big house or something, you don't necessarily want to light candles in the bathroom. They're like unattended, whatever. <laughs> you have a couple of eggnogs and boom, you forget to blow it out. And oh my God, like don't so even, true. don't even want to think about that. So this is like a much safer way to consume scent yeah. or have scent in your bathroom. And I true just really that. think that it's, yeah. So it's orange, it's cinnamon, gingered honey, just very warm and inviting. And like I said, it kind of lasts all winter or it lasts for 90 days. It's kind of like that gift that keeps on giving, if you will. What about you? What's your number one thing that you would either give or get? I found this really hard. We told each other to come prepare today and I was like, oh my God, Um, because there's so many amazing value kits Mm -hmm. out there around the holidays and how do you choose? So for me, I like to get something that I normally wouldn't buy myself. And I don't usually treat myself to body creams. Like it's sort of an afterthought for me. You know, I'm lazy slash busy. So like my ankles literally probably have scales on them right now. But when it comes to body cream, the one that I really fell in love with is this Sol de Janeiro Brazilian Boom Boom Cream. Mm -hmm. So we, I don't know if you remember, but when we were at Sephora last year, we were going around to all the different installations and I had never heard of this like really fun, bright, colorful line. And you were telling me that it's just like a cult sensation. It's yeah. flying off the shelves. They had their they had a fountain that looked like a chocolate fountain, but it was their bronzing body oil. Yeah, amazing. Just like cascading everywhere. So they gave me a little like 30 ml tub of the body cream and I took it home and like just loved it. What I like about it, I think the number one ingredient in it is actually water. It also has that Koopa Cow butter. So that's like super moisturizing and it has like this caffeine rich garanka extract or whatever and coconut oil. It smells like the beach, Mm -hmm. but I find it's just really hydrating. It's not greasy because it is water-based, but it does keep you hydrated all day. So I think that's kind of the magic and what people really love about it. And it just gives your skin a really sexy sort of sheen. Yeah. So how much is this and like what else comes in it? Okay. So that's the thing. So the kit is $59 US. The value is $89. In Canadian dollars, it's $77 and the value is $100. $117. So that's pretty good. And then you get four products in here and the sizes are pretty good. They're not too winchy. Like the Brazilian bum cream, sorry, the Brazilian boom, boom cream. I keep, it's spelled bum, you guys. It's B-U-M. So I can't help myself. It's 240 mils. So probably not like the full, full size, but it's not winchy. And then you also get a hand cream, a moisturizing shower cream gel, and the Brazilian crush uh, body fragrance mist. It's salted caramel and pistachio and vanilla. It's just super gourmand smelling. So if you like that kind of like memory 
memories of Rio scent, then you'll really be into this. But I really want to try the hand cream because the body cream is so fast absorbing. I know that they say that the hand cream has that quality as well. And I hate a greasy hand cream, but I definitely need a hand cream in the winter. So I just think all around great kit. Who doesn't use a shower gel? Anybody's going to be really impressed by this body cream that maybe they haven't heard of. And you wouldn't even have to wrap this. I'm looking at the box right now. Yeah, it's like so bright and colorful. It's bright red. It has like this beautiful Brazilian goddess on the front and it's just like so colorful and fun. This is from Sephora? Is that right? Okay. Yeah, you can find it at Sephora. Okay. What else? A little stocking stuffer? Yeah, stocking stuffer. I mean, I honestly, every year there are Burt's Bees lip balms or tinted lip balms that are in people's stockings you know Mm. it's just it's so easy for like kids and friends and last minute things that you know they have like nice little packages like a mistletoe one that you can put right on the tree if you want Mm -hmm. it's 10 bucks you know you can get it at Ulta Beauty Shoppers Drug Mart or whatever and again it's like even guys use you know the the guy in your life is going to use a chapstick right so yeah yeah. okay so those are covered Um, if you guys have anything you're excited to get during the holidays send us a photo in direct message on Instagram we'd love to see your haul So many of you watched Whitney Port grow up on the hills. That was back in the mid 2000s. So the Audis and, you know, she was an intern at Teen Vogue. And I think so many people aspired to that lifestyle and just, you know, she was so gorgeous and we just were like a fly on the wall following her around. This was before Instagram and people wanted to know what was it like working at Vogue? What was it it like styling a shoot? What was Mm -hmm. it like having a meeting with Andrea Leon Talley? What was it like to get an internship in Paris? Like it just pulled back the whole curtain on that, if you will, even yeah. though if it was a little bit of a hybrid. Yeah, between reality and non-reality. Yes. It's so, a bit scripted, so true. You yeah. Know, it back. really kind of defined that era and just opened the floodgates to you know, the whole blogging, vlogging, like following people around and seeing, you know, what their life is like, but it's also kind of made up and like to the nth degree, right? It's just like hyper real, I guess. All of these years later, here we are in 2019 and they rebooted The Hills. It's called New Beginnings and they just finished season one and most of the original cast was back, Heidi, Spencer, Audrina and of course Whitney. But no Lauren Conrad, right? No, no, they didn't have Lauren. You got Misha Barton instead. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I feel as though, yeah, I did really miss Lauren. LC, she was such a cornerstone of Mm -hmm. that show Mm -hmm. and Misha I liked I liked seeing her back on screen again however I think she was maybe a little too aware because she is a proper actress Mm -hmm. so the other people kind of were more used to the format yeah it's like you got to let your guard down they got right back into that Mm -hmm. whereas she I think was a little awkward yeah and so Whitney I remember from the first season ages ago she was like the nice girl who kept the peace right and I feel like that's her today probably as well yeah but she's more mature she's a mom she's got a really well-rounded lifestyle and so in today's episode Whitney is going to talk to us about behind the scenes moments from the Hills reboot how she felt getting back into reality television once again and her thoughts on season two which is coming next year and I just think she has such an interesting perspective because of course she's out there on social media she's got one and a half million followers on Instagram she has a Mm -hmm. huge loyal following but back in the day she could have the reality show shoot and then the cameras were off and that's 
it. And now it's like her life is even more on display. So yeah. it's kind of interesting to see how she's navigated all of that. Yeah. And learn to be comfortable. Like I know on her YouTube channel, she even had a series called I Love My Baby But. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got her son, Sonny's a toddler now, but she was kind of struggling. And so I think she's made herself feel at home discussing these very personal topics. And I think that's why it really made sense for her to launch her own podcast with Wit, where she can talk about all of these topics openly. And she's gotten really, really candid and open about some personal, personal stuff like the passing of her dad Mm -hmm. and a miscarriage. Yeah. Um, So we are going to talk about some of those topics today. Yeah. And self-care is huge for Whitney. We're going to ask her how she balances home life with work life, reality, TV life, and the secrets to taking care of herself when she has so much going on. And also it wouldn't be a Breaking Beauty episode if we didn't talk about what's on Whitney's top shelf. She is a skincare obsessee. So don't worry, we're going to deliver the damn goods on that as well. And here she is, a big pod fam. Welcome to Whitney Port. We want to pause for a moment to tell you about a new innovation from our show partner, Conair. Carlene, we were chatting earlier today about holiday gifts, and I think a lot of girls with curly hair and textured hair would be very happy to unwrap the tool we are discussing right now, the Infinity Pro by Conair Texture Styling Hair Dryer. What I'd really like to call out about this innovation is the patent pending, I might add, diffuser attachment. It's a secret weapon to keeping curls and waves defined and frizz free. What's unique and what you'll notice right away is the design of the diffuser. It has this deep, extra large bowl and a venting system that allows the airflow to kind of envelop your curls. So they're dried evenly without blowing everything around. I used it this morning to just go with my hair's natural slight waves. And I section my hair into, I don't know, six parts, let's say. And I just let each one rest in that diffuser bowl. What I noticed even on a rainy day like today was less frizz than I would normally get. It also has ionic and ceramic technology. What that means is that you're going to get even consistent heat that does not scorch hair and you'll get the added bonus of faster drying and you'll have really shiny hair at the end. I did notice faster drying actually. Mm -hmm. So you too can get the total look with the Infinity Pro by Conair Texture Styling Hair Dryer. To buy, head on over to conair.com and search for textured hair. We will link to it in our show notes. And now back to our chat with wit. So tell us what's changed since the hills, because most people will know you from way back then. So right. what's new now? What's new? Well, it's been like almost 12, 13 years, I yeah. think, since we started doing the hills. So a lot has changed. I mean, yeah. when I first started, I was a sophomore in college, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I kind of knew I wanted to be in fashion, but I really didn't know who I was. I hadn't obviously met my husband. I wasn't even thinking about being a mom. So I was really just in that like discovery phase Mm -hmm. that most of us are in in college and we're just like partying a lot but also trying to think about like what's the next step for me it was just interesting because I got approached to do a reality show at the same time that I was in college which obviously at that time wasn't very prevalent so A lot has changed. I mean, I was able to parlay my reality TV career into a fashion career. Mm -hmm. I launched my clothing line, Whitney Eve, that I had for 
about five years. And then I used all my experience from that and started to become more of like a creative director and brand strategist for other companies. So I would partner with them. And I did things like um, design stationery, design other clothing lines. I am launching a collection with Rent the Runway in April. I have my podcast. I've been able to grow my social media and connect with people through that since I haven't been on TV in so long. And my YouTube channel, which is really, I think, the biggest thing that has connected me back to my followers since the show, just because it allowed me to open up and have real conversations with people, which was what I was kind of doing on the hills. But this way, I was more in control of it. And so that's kind of like in a nutshell, everything that I've been up to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a a full-fledged personal brand, like on every kind of platform and all different areas. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's been really, really fun and rewarding, obviously also very challenging. I started my clothing line with my father who passed away. And so I had to kind of close the door on that one just because it was just too emotionally driven for me to maintain the clothing line without him since he really had all the business experience and background. But I didn't know that social media was going to ever be a thing. And thank God for it because it allowed me to keep my exposure and keep the relationship with all the people that watch me on the TV show. Yeah. And they've kind of grown with you, I would imagine. Exactly. I mean, now most of them are my age. We've grown up together. So when I was in college, they were in college and now I'm a young mom and most of them are young moms. And so that's why we can be having like conversations that are, are, you know, real and present. I feel like that show really almost defined that era. You know what I mean? Like people started kind of dressing like you girls and like, it was just, it was like a what you did like one night of the week, it was like appointment television, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I sort of look at it as like the beginning of the influencer. Totally. Because I think that we were doing things that a lot of girls, maybe in the back of their head, always wanted to do, but they never knew the path to get there or how to do it. And so we were actually showing how to go from like an intern to a PR person to a designer um, in real life, in real time. And I I think that a lot of girls then try to emulate that. Like that is the coolest part about what I've done is that I'll meet girls that will come up to me in New York or LA and be like, I moved here to be in fashion because I saw that you did it on the TV show. And so I'm not saying that like we were the first influencers ever, because obviously that's not true. But I do think that showing, you know, the career process of a young girl in fashion. I mean, that was definitely the first time that it had been done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because reality TV before that was really all about formats. Like The Bachelor was around and like Temptation Island, lots of dating shows, but nothing as real as like, I mean, maybe the real world was just the other thing that was like as as real, but even they, that was a format. They Mm -hmm. were all placed in a house together. It wasn't really showing what was actually going on in their lives. It was, this was more like almost like a vlogging type of experience where now like 
influencers will just do that on their own. Exactly. It's like, follow me every day while I do this, right. that, the you, other. You don't even really need a TV show anymore to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And yet you're back on a TV and show. And yet we're back on <laughs> the Hills reboot. Yeah, I'm like, wait, why am I doing this again? Um, I could just do this with my husband all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so The Hills New Beginnings came back on. It was something that a lot of people were talking about for a while. Definitely Spencer was one of the people I think really wanted to come back on. And there's just a big push in culture right now with shows coming back, like a lot of remakes. And Mm -hmm. so I think MTV thought it was the appropriate time to do something like that. And we did it. And it's, yeah, it got picked up for a second season. Oh, amazing. Congrats. Yeah, it's really exciting. I don't know what the plan is when we start filming or if I'm even going to be on it. But (laughs) I know it got picked up, so we'll see. Yeah. And what's, what's been your favorite thing so far about getting back on reality television? I would say, you know, not, I would probably say the opportunities that I'm able to do, like launching my podcast and having the platform um, and the following like YouTube, the actual real conversations and connections that I'm able to make with people is the most rewarding thing for me. I obviously was doing this TV show and knew in like a small way I was inspiring people, but I didn't really know because there was no social media at the time exactly how much I was affecting people. Mm-hmm. And I think that my YouTube channel for sure, it all of a sudden opened up my eyes to the fact that I could actually like validate people's emotions and help people through hard times and be more than just a reality TV personality and fashion Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that I think is the thing I'm the most proud of. Yeah. And do you feel like you're more of yourself on camera now or before? Because I feel like in reality shows, a big difference you'll see is people who are on the first seasons versus the second season. Yeah. They have a little bit more of a understanding of how they're maybe looking or sounding or any of that. Do you feel like you have changed a lot or more aware of that? I think that I am definitely more aware, a little bit more scared. I think that reality TV has changed too Mm -hmm. and that the audience really wants like a lot of drama and they want people to get angry and they want people to fight. And so that's not really my thing. And when I was on the Hills, I didn't have to do that. Like we were showing what I was up to at work and I didn't have to be like throwing tables or, Mm -hmm. you know, wine in people's faces in order to make interesting reality TV. And nowadays you kind of like have to be that entertaining in order to have a successful TV show. So like, I think for this time around, I, I've always just said to myself, like, I'm just going to be me. Mm -hmm. If I am too boring, then they don't have to ask me back. That's fine. I don't need to do the TV show. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I, I'm not desperate for the TV show. It's something fun for me. I like to be able to connect with people Mm -hmm. in that way. I think it's nostalgic. It takes me out of my routine, you Mm -hmm. know, like I'm just a young working mom now. So it's just, it's cool to be on a TV show, Mm -hmm. but it's not like I'm, I'm going to ever change who I am or, or like start shit with people for the sake of the TV show. Like just start throwing shit just because you might get more airtime. Yeah, like that is, that's Mm -hmm. not me. I I could never do that. I mean, I did one little thing that I said one little thing that upset someone and it caused 
some drama on camera and I just like broke down crying like I couldn't handle it. And I remember after filming that, I was like, I don't really think I'm cut out for this. Like I'm not cut out to be on reality TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then they were like, cut. That was great. Yeah, pretty yes. much without telling me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Jill here. I want to take a minute to chat with you about a very special show partner. I am talking about Native Deodorant. If you're conscious about what goes into your beauty products, you're going to love this brand of natural deodorant. So instead of using aluminum or talc, Native is formulated with tapioca starch and that helps to absorb wetness. Plus it contains coconut oil, that's antimicrobial, and shea butter to keep armpits smooth and moisturized. What I really enjoy though are the scents that Native comes in. I'm a big fan of the best-selling coconut and vanilla scent. I've even bought the body wash. It's very subtle, but now that it's holiday season, you can try out one of their seasonal scents too, like candy cane. Hello, peppermint pits. The real reason I like using Native deodorant is very simply because it does work. And the best part is there is no risk for you to try it because Native offers free returns and exchanges in the US. And the best part is we have a promo code. Yay. So for 20% off your first purchase, head on over to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code beauty at checkout. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code beauty at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com for 20% off your first purchase when you use the promo code beauty at checkout. And now back to today's episode. And so what about the podcast? Because you you were doing YouTube, so you were having kind of that like relationship with subscribers and viewers who are really into what you're doing. Like, why did you decide that this was something that you wanted to do as well? Well, I felt like on the YouTube, I was mostly just talking to my husband and having conversations about what was going on in our lives. And it was just this conversation between the two of us. But I was starting this platform where people were really opening up and I was realizing that there was so much more to talk about and that people wanted my point of view, but didn't only just want me on the other side of a camera talking to my husband. So I thought the podcast would be a good platform for me to have conversations with other people that I find inspiring, that I learn from, whose point of views I respect. And it's been such an amazing learning experience for me. I mean, it's totally opened up my whole world. Like I sort of feel before I was doing the podcast, I lived in this little bubble. And now I'm just talking to all these different people, learning Mm -hmm. all these new things. And I feel like, you know, a little fish in a big pond. And it it definitely, it humbles me and it it makes me just curious, you know, Mm -hmm. and have like a thirst for more and, and a thirst to be a better person. Yeah. So I don't know how much you pay attention to your analytics like we we try to figure out you know what's the most popular episode that kind of thing so what have your listeners like responded to if so you're on our show right now and if they haven't heard like what's one good entry episode that they're really gonna love they're really gonna love um I think my first episode with my three sisters Mm. is one of the most successful episodes because no one has really heard a lot from my sisters or even knows that I have three sisters and it really gives like an inside scoop into what 
our family life is like and why I am the way I am. So that one's really fun. Um, I'm halfway through that episode oh right my now, God. by the oh way. My God. <laughs> I listened to it. I couldn't stop crying. Yeah, it's uh, it's emotional too. Yeah, it's wow. very emotional. Which is like, I think really people will appreciate that. I feel like on audio, you can get a little bit more vulnerable. For sure. Right? Yeah, and especially when you're sitting down with three people that you're so close with yeah. that as soon as you see one of them cry, like you start yeah. welling up too. Yeah. Um, so that episode and then the one where I talk about my miscarriage, unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, in order to have a real relationship with people, they, they want to know what's really going on and what you're really going through. Mm-hmm. And I think that one was something that not a lot of people open up about. I mean, people are starting to talk about it a yeah. lot more for sure, but, um, I think that that one was something people really like needed to hear. Yeah. And so those two would I probably would say would be good entry points. Yeah, was that a hard decision for you to open up about that or did you have to really steal yourself to talk about it or Yeah. I mean it wasn't hard for me to admit that I had a miscarriage. It was more hard for me to talk about my feelings at towards the miscarriage mm-hmm. because I was like surprisingly numb and okay when it all happened. And I always thought when you have a miscarriage that it's supposed to be the most devastating thing in the world. And I wasn't devastated. And so I was really nervous to say how I really felt because I thought people were going to think that I was just like a monster. Yeah. So that was the hard part. But it ended up actually... I think being validating for a lot of people that felt the same way. I also thought that you were very kind of open and honest in the, I think it was like an Ask Me Anything episode that you did about the Hills. Yes. And I thought it was really, you know, you were really kind of pulled back the curtain on some of the mechanics of like how real or not real it was. Mm-hmm. And they probably weren't too thrilled with me. Well, exactly. <laughs> like in my no head. No one said right? anything. But, I mean, some of the cast members were upset with me afterwards, but you know, it's something that, I mean, let's be real. That's what people really want to know. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm on a reality show and as much as people, I may want to talk about being a mom or, you know, self-care, blah, blah, blah. People really just want to know the ins and outs of what it's like to be on a reality TV show. Yeah. And I just feel like everybody else who's on a reality TV show talks about it. Like, why can't I? And The Hills has been like this huge kind of there's been this mystery around it. Like, is it real? Is it scripted? And so I just sort of felt like, okay, I have this platform. Like, who's it going to hurt if I spill a little bit? Right. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's kind of like post that era, you have to kind of, we're in a different era now, right? Mm-hmm. People are starting to kind of deconstruct like Instagram posts that where, you know, they're just like, oh, you know, you can just, that that person jumped in the air in that moment. It, they, right. You know, people like can people see are, through it. People can see they're through savvy. it, right? Exactly. So, um, What's one moment that you'll never forget from like the very first iteration of The Hills? Like a moment that you watch back that you'll never forget or, you know, something that sticks with you, yes. a life lesson learned or whatever. Yes. I mean, I think the biggest moment for me was when I fell on national TV when we were filming Good Morning America. Bless. So we got to model those Oscar gowns that actual actresses had worn, and I got to wear the Hillary Swank navy dress with the open back, and there were a bunch of other models, and we were walking down this flight of stairs live on TV, and we get down to the bottom step, and I just, like, plummet to the ground. And I come up, and you can tell I'm, like, so embarrassed, and I'm trying to hold it together, and the camera shuts 
gets off and I just like storm out and start hysterically crying. And I'm positive in that moment the producers were probably like, yes, like we needed something to kind of go wrong here. But for me, it was just like this moment of like you can pretend that everything is all good and you want to impress everyone, but like there's only so much that you can actually control. And I felt like I had let down my boss and it was just, it was a big moment for me. And it was, it was obviously very embarrassing. Like I, I didn't leave my room for a day afterwards. That would happen to me. Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously, it would like, I'm, I'm such a klutz and I honestly felt for you in that moment. And I feel like if it did anything, it humanized you and people felt for you. I'm sure that was like a positive takeaway from that. That's what it was. I mean, you just put it in better words, but yes, that's what it was. It just made it feel like we are all human and this happens to everyone and this has no reflection on your character. Right. Yeah. 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 I have salad dressing on my it's lap true. right now yeah. right before you and came in very, very large stain I, I was like I was like Whitney's a mom she's gonna have a Tide stick in her bag for sure oh my god I'm not that type of type A mom though you got the wrong mom uh, here I'm a mom I have like wrappers and wrappers in my bag but no time and, to go stick and like yeah. glossier you're good but. yeah uh, um, but you mentioned a little while back that you do like to talk about self-care and yes. so maybe you can share with some of our listeners who are really into beauty and self-care and that kind of stuff Like, what are some of the things that work for you in your routine? Yeah. So for me, self-care is really, really important because if I haven't taken care of myself, I feel like everything else is kind of spinning out of control. I'm learning that saying no to things as much as it may piss people off, that it's something that I have to do in order to take care of myself. Um, I like in terms of fitness, I have to do hot yoga a couple times a week. Before I had Sunny, I tried to work out five days a week. I mean, it was super important to me now. it's That's not as realistic. I just don't have the time. But hot yoga is something just for my soul, for my mind, for my body. It just really lifts me up. It makes me feel different than any other workout that I've ever really done. I love massages. Like mm-hmm. I could literally get a massage every week if possible. And I use that app Soothe where, it, where they can come to your house so I don't have to leave the house. Like I can put Sunny down at seven o'clock and then they can come by eight or 8.30 and I don't feel as guilty leaving because it's yeah. I'm doing it while he's asleep. Love it. Let's see. I love my manicure pedicures, though right now I'm just letting my nails breathe because I've heard someone told me that you need to give your nails like a little bit of a break, like first do two gels and then mm-hmm. take yeah. a break. Yeah. I'm sure you know all the tips. Yeah. <laughs> um, Where do you get your nails done, by the way? I go to Bella Cures in the Valley. Okay. Yeah, in Studio City. Okay, so that's the place to go. So you have- It's not re- necessary. I mean, I love Bella Cures, but there's so many great places yeah. in Los Angeles, like Olive and June yeah. and Mini Lux. Those places are all really great. But I'm not, I'm down to go to just like a casual spa where I can go sit there for an hour and have them like rub my shoulders and legs for 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. I don't need the fancy manicure pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey guys, I want to talk to you about how one of our valued show partners, Acuity Scheduling by Squarespace, makes my life easier with a single click. Acuity Scheduling is a 24-7 scheduling assistant for small business owners like skin therapists and hairstylists. We know you're listening and it allows clients to self-book appointments. So for me as a client, even if it's 11 o'clock at night, I can check my hair colorist's real-time availability and book in without having to wait for a callback. Anyone who works closely with me, like my friend Jill here on the podcast, knows that I live and die by my calendar. Like if it's not in my calendar, I am not showing up. So I love that I can get myself sorted super fast. And then Acuity allows me to update my Outlook or Google Calendar with a single click. It even lets me reschedule just as fast if I realize I've accidentally double booked myself, which sometimes happens. Lastly, I super appreciate getting automatic text messages and email reminders so I never miss an appointment. And since you, the business owner, can set up customizable cancellation policies like deposits when clients book, you'll never be out of pocket if that person ends up being a no-show. Honestly, I would never do that though. So save yourself the drudgery of having to keep up with your clients and your busy schedule by using Acuity Scheduling. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free. There's no credit card required by going to acuityscheduling.com slash breaking beauty. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash breaking beauty. And now back to today's episode. Is there a spa or salon that you swear by to get your facials? Yeah. So I go to a couple different places for different things. So there's a girl named Nicole Hirschman in Santa Monica. Um, she works out of the back, like this back room um, of a salon, and she just does amazing facials. She does like the derma, dermablading or dermaplaning. Dermaplaning uh, with, with the rate, like yes. the razor that like takes a the shape, peach fuzz almost off. Like shaving. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she does that and then she like fills you up with oxygen. So that I try to get once a month. And then there's another woman named Michaela in the Valley. I'd have to remember the spa. I can't remember what the spa name is. I just know her as Michaela in my phone. And she's yeah. more of like anti-aging LED lights type mm-hmm. of thing. And then there's the more medical grade stuff. I go to Dr. Sheila Nazarian's office at the Skin Spot mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills for anything more like if I want to do some sort of laser or peel or something like that. Yeah. This yeah. is an in-depth system. Like, do you go once a week to No, some? no, okay. no, no. It's like one of those once a month, I okay. would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do yeah. you think is made the most difference in your skin? Or is it all like a blur because it's all collectively? Yeah. I think the dermaplaning has made the most difference. Yeah. I feel like after I do that, the way my makeup goes on is so much uh, smoother. My skin, it feels like moisturized. I think it like takes in products even Mm -hmm. better. I don't know. I think that keeps it like the softest and smoothest personally. Yeah. Yeah. Does it actually feel like you're having your face shaved? Like the way you shave your legs? Oh, Yes, kind of, but yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't hurt or anything. It feels good. Yeah, you feel you're like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. really getting off all the crap. And like, yeah. you see, she'll show you it if you want to see all the stuff that it takes off. And then your skin doesn't come out back as like, or the hair doesn't come back as like stubblies. Yeah, it comes back less, and it's yeah. 
That's I love so it. counterintuitive and you can, to me. I know, but right? you, it's like this the blade they use is different than just a razor. Yeah. And you can buy little blades on Amazon. I have them on my Instagram that you can do a little upkeep and yeah, stuff, you know. Sephora has them so too. like if I have little peach fuzz above my lip, then I'll use them. I'll use that yeah. to like so that I, I don't have to get it professionally done all the time. Yeah. Well, your yeah. skin looks amazing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So nice. And Thank you. what are some of the skincare products you use at home? The Eye cream I'm using right now is one of Dr. Nazarian's eye creams. Okay. It's from her office. Um, I use, I have like so many different things that yeah. I use at various times. I yeah. mean, there's a scrub from her office that I use every other day that I think is also like one of the best products I've ever used. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like I'm really fully deep cleaning. I use Comfort Zone Toner. Have you heard of Comfort Zone? It's an Italian brand. I have, actually. Yeah. yeah. It smells so good. I use it as a toner all over my face. And then I use the Aveeno Clear Complexion Moisturizer Mm -hmm. just on certain spots because I can tend to break out around here and have like blackheads and stuff. So I use that Aveeno Clear Complexion here. So you use it outside of your T-zone. Yes. Yeah. And then I use a Biosance oil over that. It's mm-hmm. like a pure squalene vitamin C oil. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, I do Embryolisse moisturizer. It's like that brand that a lot of makeup artists yeah. use. And then like for the daytime, I'll mix um, a Cosmetics CC cream mm-hmm. in light with a Joie CC cream. Joie, J-O-U-E-R. Don't know it. Oh, you. It's a makeup. Brand. Yes, oh, it's a makeup okay. brand. Yes, yes, yes. So I mix two color, two of those tinted moisturizers, and that's my base. Oh, that's why not just use one tinted moisturizer? What do you like? Because I the just mix? feel like the two colors together okay. make the right mix for my face. Yeah. Yeah, little little bit of customization. <laughs> so complicated. Vanity side customization. I love it. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. That's my daytime skincare. And then at nighttime, I'll use like a um, retinol, a Biosance cream that has retinol in it. Mm -hmm. Or not cream, oil. Yeah. 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 Love the retinol. They have such a good line. Yes, they do. Is there something you use for like a tired mom hack where you're just like, I need to like feel awake or look awake? Yes. I I like those Roto-V eye drops. Oh. They just feel really refreshing and like minty in your eyes. Right in your eyes. Yeah. They're like, they're they're an actual, you can buy them at any pharmacy, Roto-V. And they're also like whitening drops. And then I also have- So it's like an amped up visine. Yes. And Mm. then I also continue to just spray like, a, a mister. Like I have this Vichy one in my bag that I just continually spray. Yeah. I took the time this morning to go to hot yoga. That made me feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I was like walked into class feeling so depleted and then I left feeling energized. I have my loaded gun creation juice, which is helping me a little <laughs> bit. And you're yeah. ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and what eating about, well. What about on Sunny? Do you have a favorite line that you use in the bath or hair or... I love the Baby Gannix stuff. Um, Baby Gannix is like just really good clean products. I use a lot of Aveeno products on him. Mm -hmm. There's a moisturizer called Herba Viva that is a really good like clean organic lotion. Yes, those are some of the ones. Cool. Yeah. He, he has like the best hair. Your the best son. hair. I use so my cute. own it's curly. Curly. I yeah. use my own leave-in conditioner on his curls because he, he. I can't brush it. It yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, that will be torture for him. Yeah. I just shampoo his hair and wash it out, 
and then I spray a little bit of my it's a 10 leave-in conditioner and put it on the ends and then just try to like run my fingers through it a little bit there's a good one from original sprout okay I don't don't know if you've ever tried that one but um my girlfriend's um son who's two he has curls and I give her that and she loves it it's like all natural and it smells amazing and it just yeah because you don't want to go put a brush through the hair without no doing that first no 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 yeah. no and and the tangle teaser though is a really good yes. brush for curly hair totally. I've been using the tangle teaser ever since my colorist used it on me because part of his process is like teasing the mm-hmm. roots and then they wash it and your hair is like just so naughty and so they would use the tangle teaser I'm like oh this would be really good for Sunny's hair yeah my hair yeah. my hair colorist does that too yeah and they always say it's going to sound really bad, yeah. but trust me, your hair's not coming out. I know. I'm like, this sounds like you're ripping like, my all the cuticles. It's the, yeah. it's the oddest sound ever because your hair is back in the sink and you just hear your wet hair. <laughs> like, it's the oddest thing. And like in your head, you're like, you're going to wake up or you're going to sit up and you're going to be bald. Yeah. But, but it's they're not. teasing but it to shampoo it? No, they, te- they tease your hair before they put the foils in. Oh. And so then you get a more natural highlight. I've, and this I've is not a heard process. Of this. Oh, yeah. That's a big process that a lot of colorists use and um and then when you go to the sink they rent they obviously take out all the foils but you're left with the teased hair yeah yeah so they they wash your hair out and then they brush out all the tangles and your hair is wet but it's It's a really torturous process yeah it sounds like it's bad for your hair but somehow it's not damaged right because of the tangle teaser yeah. Thank you, Tangle Teaser. Yes, exactly. women go through. I know. So we're going to do um, some fun rapid fire. Yes. I think we're ready for okay, it. But before do it. we do, I yeah. want to ask about your tattoo because oh, on yeah. your wrist because it's yeah. so cute. It's Sunny with um, his little curly hair. Oh, my gosh. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to get a picture and put that on our Instagram yeah, story. Sure. It's so cute. Yeah, and so what's a good place to go to for a tattoo in LA? So um, this artist Winterstone is the best. He uses a single needle and all of his tattoos are just so like precious and dainty and simple. And yeah, I I wish I knew about him before I did this one because this one is a little bit too thick for me. You can see I the have, difference. Yeah, I have just... a D on my pinky, but yeah, Winterstone is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I love heard that. he has like a two year wait list. Okay, but I'm sure you guys could hook it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love that because it kind of goes with like your aesthetic of like the dainty jewelry, and yeah. I feel like there are a lot of listeners out there who are into that kind type of, of tattoo. tattoo. So yes. that's that's great. And to also know. where it is, it's like you can just look down at your son's face because it's on the inner part yeah. of your wrist. I mean, part of me was like, should I have gotten it facing me? But then I'm like, no, this makes more sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's adorable. Thank it's you really so cute. much. Really original. So Thank let's you. do some fun rapid let's fire. Let's do it. Yeah. So your favorite fashion or jewelry label right now? Right now, I am loving Attico. Um, Attico makes really, really cute dresses. And then also um, there's a brand called Area for Shoes. They just make really fun party shoes with lots of like metallic and rhinestones and fringe. They're just really fun and pretty. Okay, awesome. What's the latest emoji you texted? Probably the lips. I think I do that the most. (laughs) It just shows like a lot of different emotions. Like it's like, love you, thank you. Like kisses, all of the above. Good one. (laughs) And what's the show that you're binging on right now? I love Succession. 
Oh, Joe was so talking about that. I was just talking about that it's yesterday. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I need a new one. I feel like my list is very low right now on shows to watch. Um, the Politician on Netflix is juicy and campy and fun. Oh, I want to watch that. It's like Brad Felchuk, Gwyneth Paltrow, yes. and um, all those the, cute. The Platt guy, Ben Platt, who's yes. in Dear Evan Hansen. He's the lead guy and he sings in it. And okay. it's like, it's quite good. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch that. That's yeah, binge worthy. And what's for dinner most days? Most, I mean, I'm a big red meat person which is I mean depending on who you ask not always the best thing for you but usually it's like a piece of protein like a piece of steak or um like a chicken burger or something with uh a roasted potato or roasted vegetable and then a salad that we make that we just like dump a bunch of things in yeah we do a lot of cooking at home my husband's a really good cook I'm not I'm usually on salad duty and setting the table and he's making all the main stuff I I back that I back that (laughs) um what's the best gift that you've ever given um, let's see. For our wedding day, I got my husband a watch and I got the inside of it like engraved with our like a nickname that we call each other and the date of our wedding. But I would say the best gift I've ever gotten was from him on my wedding day and it was like a double picture frame and on one side was a picture of my dad on his wedding day and then the other side was left blank for me to put in a picture of Timmy on our wedding day. So and and so that, and it had the date and everything engraved on it. And now that sits next to my bed. Oh, so yeah. sweet. Amazing. And this is our final question. What do you value most in a friend? You were just talking about your best friend. What do you yeah. value the most? I think uh, the ability just to listen and not cut me off. I just think listening is so important and then not not judging too harshly. Like I always want someone to be real with me and honest and tell me if I'm being crazy, but I need someone to like fully hear me out and then be real and honest with me with their feedback. I don't want like a yes person in my life. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Thank Whitney. You so much. Thank, Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.